0: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
1: Do your parents listen? Yeah. Oh, they do awesome.
0: Okay. Shout out to What's my up, mom my dad? and dad and uh, my grandparents, Momo and Papa. They listen too? Yeah, they, they were like, What's Spotify?
1: <laughs> and I was like, All right, let's go. I, so, I love the Cat bars and I appreciate them
0: listening. And my aunts, my great aunts listen too. Really? Mm-hmm. I a, Pete, I have a whole fan club <laughs> in Lake Charles. That's where I'm from. Okay, anyways, we're going to get started on this episode. Welcome to the podcast about nothing Seinfeld, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'm Allie Cadlebar, joined by Pete Sousa. You probably hear him smacking a granola bar and drinking.
1: Episode six we're doing today. That's yeah. pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's called The Ex-Girlfriend. We are on season two yeah. episode one and well i'm just we're making we're making progress thank you for sticking with us through this journey so jerry of course is starting in his little nightclub and he <laughs> he's talking about um he said i'm always in traffic with the lane expert so basically it's just like driving with you know someone who thinks they know everything about driving and switching lanes the, the type of person constantly reevaluating their lane choice and honestly yada 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 on this one i didn't find anything that was catchy so we're just gonna jump in unless you did pete no
1: i thought it was funny but go ahead let's jump in
0: okay so the setting is jerry's car and so uh he's with george and they're right off the bat george is like she can't kill me right jerry's like no of course not and George is like people break up all the time Jerry's like, every day. It, George is like, it just doesn't didn't work out. What can I do? I wanted to love her. I tried to love her. I couldn't. You know, he's trying to make himself feel better. And uh, George is like, I kept looking at her face. I'd go, come on, love her, love her. Like, it was so hard. Like, this woman, we'll later find out, is like beautiful.
1: Very kinda much so. She's beautiful. Kind of crazy. She's like, you know. it's, I, I, Jerry's whole attitude in this episode was so relatable. Everything that happened for me as a guy was very very relatable.
0: Yeah, interesting. Well, we'll we'll dive deeper in that, but basically George is like, I had no choice. She squeezed it out of me. She told me she told me she loved me. And at first, I just looked at her. I'd go, "Oh, really? Boy, that's that's something." But eventually you have to come back with, "Well, I love you." You know, you can only hold on for so long. And Jerry's like, yeah, you're just a human being. George's like, I am. You know, I'm a nice guy. She seduced me. We were in my apartment. I'm sitting on the couch. She's on the chair. I get up, go to the bathroom, I come back, she's on the couch. What am I supposed to do? Not do anything? I couldn't. I would have insulted her.
1: This so, is such guy rationalization. And it's guy on guy. Like they're 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 totally Jerry's giving him a pass on whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: like Jerry's just kind of like reacting and agreeing with him. But I George feel George just like has
1: no accountability. He's George is such like It's a, not
0: my fault. No,
1: yeah, he's such a loser. I love George, but he's like, you know.
0: Well, I and I think um the relatable part with this is like when someone says I love you and you just automatically feel like you have to say that back. Yes. I did that <laughs> with Jared. My <Am> <laughs>
1: Well, it worked. I mean, it worked for him. Yeah. Because now you do love him.
0: Yeah. It yeah. was like it was like two months after we were dating, and I was like, Oh, uh, really? I was like, I love you, too. And then and then a few months later, I meant it. But, you know, you can't not say it back.
1: You, or it, yeah. it's a
0: relationship ender. Well, you know? as a guy,
1: you have to not say it first. Or try not to. What do I know? I mean, what? Uh, uh. I mean, exactly.
0: What do I know? Right, yeah, exactly. Go ahead, go ahead. Anyways. <laughs> the guy should say it first. Okay, George said I had nothing to do oh she said, oh yeah she said George said I had I had nothing to do with any of this. I met all her friends. I didn't want to meet them. I kept trying to avoid it. I knew it would only get me in deeper, but they were everywhere they kept popping up all over the place. This is Nancy he does this little voice <laughs> accent and he goes, this is Nancy, this is Susan, this is Amy, this is my cousin, my brother, my father. It's like I'm in quicksand
1: <laughs> George was on fire this yeah, whole episode by it was the way.
0: it was so funny and george jerry's like i told you when you when i met her and then george just immediately goes my back is killing me like we're off the topic he's like i'm not to blame for this jerry's agreeing with him done uh, jerry's like you got to go to my chiropractor he's the best george says oh yeah everybody's guy is the best so true like, everyone thinks their doctor or their person is the best. Jerry's like, I'm going to make an appointment for you. We'll go together. Of course Jerry's going to go together because he has nothing else to do during the day. <laughs> and so George is like, please, they don't do anything. Look, do I have to break up with her? And per-? And then he goes back. This yeah. is just a constant thing that we've been dealing with is that they jump from one thing to another, but that's life. Yeah. And um, he's just like, I, I have no stomach for these things, like breaking up with people. Uh, like, poor him. He has to break up with someone. Oh my <laughs> well, no, no,
1: no. It, that sucks. It's the worst because you fear it all day. And it, it, it's the, I, honestly, it's so funny. I would, you don't ever want to get your heart broken. I would rather get dumped than have to dump, if that makes any sense. Because no. once you get dumped, it's over. I guess you're right. But, but but there is a lot of fear for a guy going into that. It's, it's the worst. But yeah. as my buddy Murph will tell me, because then they
0: could cry, they, then they, the girl could cry. It's just
1: hard. You don't want to ever hurt anybody's feelings or have a conversation. And but we all like it's always hey, it's a, it's a conversation.
0: You, you know, have conversation. I uh, in seventh grade I broke up with a guy. <laughs> um, you know, seventh grade love. It was it was real deep. <laughs> uh, my friend convinced me to break up with him via poem. So I you wrote
1: a poem to break up with him. I
0: wrote a poem. Roses are red, violets are blue. It's not working out. I'm breaking up with you, and I put it in his locker. Here.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> and you have no soul.
0: <laughs> this is just bringing back those memories. I'm like, yeah, I really didn't feel bad about it either. I was
1: just yeah, because like, you have no soul. That's yeah. cold blooded. <laughs> But By the way, if you don't know Allie, she's a wonderful, delightful person. This does not sound like her.
0: Yeah, I, I, hey, I'm bold. I'm yeah. bold like that with men. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this no. Poor
1: kid <laughs> is in a padded. He's in a padded room. He's somewhere. like scarred.
0: <laughs> yeah, he remembers that. He brings it up. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, I guess it's fine. Elaine shows up. Elaine's like, hi. Jerry's like, hi. Whatever. George pulls the seat forward to allow Elaine to get back into the back seat. Okay. Oh, good, yeah. Elaine's like, what are you doing? George's like, well, I'm, I'm just letting you in. Elaine's like, oh, no. I don't want to sit in the back seat. I'll be left out of the conversation. Uh-huh. Honestly, that's, that's true. It's very true. Yeah, yeah that's so relatable. Mm-hmm. And, and George is like, no, you won't. And mm-hmm. Elaine's like, yes, I will, George. I'll have to s- stick, stick my chin on top of the seat. That's yeah. As the
1: youngest of three boys, like in the bottom rung of the family, I I just mastered the art of that. Just sticking my head up in the front, and like, I I have no problem doing that today. That's just kind of like, I don't mind being in the back seat.
0: I I don't mind today. Well, actually, still to this day, my sister was like, I'm going to be in the front seat. I want to talk to Mom. I'm going to be like, why can't we both talk to Mom?
1: Can I tell you something? Being in the back seat is the best, because... You get to choose whether you want to participate that's true. you as can you look on older, your phone you, can, you you it's a whole you're like another room with the ability to poke into the other room and be like, "Hey, what's going on and contribute right away and if something's going on and you it's draining you, it's just like I'm, I'm laying back here
0: that's true yeah. that's true, yeah. but just as siblings, I still don't get the front seat gabby <laughs> um, and so then George is like. Oh, so Elaine's like, why can't you sit in the middle? And George's like, it doesn't look good. Boy, boy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Elaine's like, I think you're afraid to sit next to a man. You're a little homophobic. <laughs> every time every time George is accused of being homophobic, he, like, freaks out. But he is.
1: But he is. And he yes. admitted it in this episode. He said, I am.
0: Is it that so obvious? Yeah, that's what he said. So in 1989,
1: it gives the, that's a peek uh, uh, into, like, society then. Like, you know, like, if you said that now... And we've evolved as a society, but like that's shit. That's shitty to say. Like I'm a homophobe. I don't like gay people. Like no, you would get canceled. canceled. Yeah, and and really, I think what we were kind of like our view on society and stuff like that was just it was not it was not good then. You know, we've definitely evolved. So it's interesting. You can never get away with that now, nor should you be able to.
0: Exactly. There we go. Um. Okay, Elaine has a, a, her own problem to deal with. She tell me what you think of this. There's this guy who lives in my building who I, introduced a, uh, I was introduced to a couple of years ago by a friend. Anyway, um, after we met, whenever we run into each other on the street or the lobby or whatever, we would stop and chat a little. Nothing much, just like, you know, courtesy. He was a nice guy, got a family. Then after a while, there was no more stopping, just saying hello. And then the hello stopped. And we just went into these sort of nods of recognition. So fine, I figure that's where this relationship is going. It's, that's where it's going to settle. Polite nodding. Then uh, one day, he doesn't nod like I don't exist. He went from nods to nothing. <laughs> and then George goes, I'd go from nods to nothing. <laughs> that was hilarious. Just like random, randomly. Elaine's just like, now there's this intense animosity whenever we pass I mean, I—it's like we really hate each other, but but there's nothing to hate each other for, no. you know. And Jerry's like, a relationship is an organism. You created this thing, you starved it, and it turned against you. Same thing happened to the blob, and George. <laughs> <Jordan, laughs> I don't really know much about the blob. About was the blob was a movie,
1: uh, and it was like this organism created in a lab, and it just turned against and, and was a, a terror to everyone involved, kind of oh like God. COVID.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, George says I think you absolutely have to say something to this guy, confront him. This man like is, is scared to break up with someone, and but he's like he always encourages people to. But confront. listen
1: to the statement.
0: Uh, Elaine's like, you would do that? And George goes, if I was a different person, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yeah,
1: very true. That's true. I,
0: I yeah. give advice to people some like sometimes, and I'm like, I would never do Did that. Did you notice
1: Allie that this this show? And I I don't want to get too sidetracked. This was non-stop laughs and like interesting and like it's very clear at the start of season two that they had like worked out whatever kinks they had there was maybe some better writing Mm -hmm. but i was like why it was way more polished like
0: everything i mean
1: just all all of it like it was a little more thoughtful it was really really good
0: i i think i thought so too like i was i was laughing watching it earlier and Jared was like, What are you laughing at? I'm oh, like, really? Oh, yeah. Seinfeld? Uh-huh. Duh. For the
1: hundredth time you've seen it, right? Yeah. Yes,
0: literally. Um, so now we're in Jerry's apartment. Jerry's like, Hello? Hello? Is Glenn there? I'm sorry. Is this 805 555 3234? And um, he, Jerry's like, Look, I just want to know if, if this is the wrong number or I dialed it wrong. And then the other guy hangs up immediately. And then Kramer comes in or Kramer walks in. Mm-hmm. The buzzer goes off. Kramer answers it. Says, come <laughs> on up. And then, just like like he owns the place, like he does. Yep. Jerry's like, oh, it's you again. You see, like he picks up the phone, dials the <laughs> same number, I guess. And he's like, now, if you had answered me, I wouldn't have had to do this. Now that's two long-distance calls. <laughs> so I remember, I think this was a little bit... Part of my lifetime, maybe, but if you make a call out of state or out of area code, it's a long-distance yes, call? Yes, and it costs and more call. money, and
1: you could get uh, in deep shit. Like, when I was in college, uh, my girlfriend went to Vanderbilt, which was in Nashville. I went to school in Richmond. And Where's uh, Richmond? I, Virginia. Virginia. Uh, I got a hold of, like, one of my dad's, like, you know, phone long-distance calling cards, because that's what you use to call people long-distance, Allie. If you weren't, like, if, if I was at a pay phone, and I needed to talk to you in Lake Charles, and I was here in Waco... I would get on I would use like a calling card. So there were like calling card scandals that had college basketball teams like players suspended because they would use a school calling card to like call their girlfriend. So I used my dad's calling card to call my girlfriend. And I remember he 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 called me up. He was like, You're paying me for this. I was like
0: How much was it? It was like a couple hundred bucks. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. Uh uh-huh. Uh uh-uh.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So Jerry just spent hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh-huh. Throwing away money all for this Glenn person yeah. that we never even know who, who, no. who he's gone for. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, Kramer's eating pineapple, and he's like, taste this. And Jerry's like, no. Kramer's like, taste it. So they go back and forth, and um, Kramer's just like, you got to try this pi- this cantaloupe. Did I say pineapple?
1: Yeah, it's cantaloupe, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: cantaloupe. You
1: almost said pi- pineapple, but you were correct.
0: Okay. Well, either way. Yeah, uh, Jerry's like, I only <laughs> eat cantaloupe at certain times. He's so anal. And Jerry's like, uh, and Kramer's like, this is great cantaloupe. And Jerry's like, okay, fine. And, you know, Jerry's like, oh, wait, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. Jer- Kramer's like, I got it at Joe's. And it was 49 cents a pound. It's pra- practically half than what you're paying at the supermarket market. I don't know why you don't just go to Joe's. I don't know who Joe's is. Joe's is
1: probably like, like a, a delicatessen with with um all kinds of like fresh fruit, like uh, or it could just be a fresh fruit stand.
0: Is it like a uh, what is it called bodega?
1: Sorta, yeah, but but strictly for fruit, yeah,
0: probably. Wow. So Jerry's like it's too far. Kramer's like no, it's not. You can use my shopping cart. Yeah. And I also <laughs> wanted to note yeah. that whenever Jerry like picks. The cantaloupe from Kramer. He looks so girly doing it. Like he's <laughs> like he like plucks it off the fork. But now he's saying like I'm not pulling a shopping cart. What am I supposed to wear? A a kerchief. kerchief? I didn't
1: understand this. No
0: no no. Put stockings on and roll them down be- below. I, my gu- knee? I, gu-
1: I guess I guess be homeless. Oh. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I
0: thought it meant like he was like being. Never mind. But
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know
0: interesting it's, kramer's like see if you don't like anything he takes it right back which just doesn't doesn't sound that sounds too good to be true yeah. you like go you, t- you taste a grape and then you're like no these aren't good grapes yeah. and then you bring them back no um so jerry's like i don't return fruit it's a gamble <laughs> yeah
1: that's exactly right. i know
0: that going in that is so true though like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i'm so bad at picking fruit i just throw it away if it's not good so that's not good um George enters. I, I want to try something okay. this episode. You ready? Yeah. What's a gamble? I know that's going on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm out of there, I did it. It's over. You did it? What happened? I told him. In the kitchen, which was risky because it's near all the knives. <laughs> 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 I started with the word listen. I uh-huh. said, Listen, Marlene. And the next thing I know, I'm in the middle of it. And there's this voice inside of me going, you're doing it, you're doing it. And then she started to cry. And I, I weakened a little bit. I almost relented. But the voice, Jerry, the voice said, keep going, keep going. You're almost out. It's it's like I was making a prison break, you know, and I'm, I'm heading for the wall, and I, I trip and I twist my ankle and they throw that light on you, you know. <laughs> so somehow I get through the crying and I keep running. And the cursing started. <laughs>
0: All right. so no, that's an idea. I like it, you yeah. Like that? Yeah. Yeah, because I can't I can't no. reiterate it like George. No, does. There's a
1: couple scenes we we can play like a show, like maybe like one or two. I got one more that I definitely want to play at the end.
0: Okay, well I yeah, he comes in and he's so <laughs> excited. And he's just so dramatic too. You know, we just heard him do it like you know Do you like that little feature, Al? No, I do. I like that <laughs> yet yeah, yeah. I I I I yeah. I didn't couldn't do no one can do it like Pawpaw's George does. Like Papa will like that. Yeah. Um, and so basically, you know, he's he broke up with the mm-hmm. girlfriend. And um Jerry's like, You see, it's not as bad as you imagined. Like you were overreacting. And um then Kramer's like, I liked Marlene. What's her number? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Kramer, it's a little too soon, but Which
1: by the way, yeah, we get into later.
0: <laughs> and so George is like, No, I, I don't think so. I'm not gonna <laughs> give you your number. Um, Kramer starts smacking the cantaloupe while, while he's eating like Pete did earlier this episode. And Jerry's like, could you stop, s- stop that smacking? I hate smacking.
1: I've heard that stop the smacking before. And I've been broken up with or broken up and at, on the way out the door twice, been heard like, and you chew, you smack food. Oh,
0: uh-uh! <laughs> they like kept that in the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and
1: so I've learned not to smack.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oof oof, Pete. <laughs> man when they throw that at you. <laughs> 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 Oof. Okay. And so um, uh, Kramer tries to get George to taste the cantaloupe, and George is like, not really. And uh, th- they're just talking about the cantaloupe and how good it is. And then they're going back to um, George is like, you know, happy, celebrating. George is like, Ex- except for one small problem. I left some books in her apartment. So jo- Jerry's like, go get him." No problem. George is like, I can't go back there. It's too awkward. It could be dangerous sexually. <laughs> Something could happen. I'd be right back to where I started, which, is, I mean, like, yeah. that's fair. Jerry's like, so forget about the books. Like, why do you need these books so bad? Like, what? And George is like, they're books. And then Jerry's like, what? what's this obsession people have with books? They put them in their houses. They're like trophies. What do you need it for after you read it? Honestly, that's fair. People like them as it's decorations. It's very true, but
1: people love, like, the regal feel of having, like, all these books around, you know? And now you kind of lose it because there's so many people reading books, you know, on their phone or on a Kindle.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't have any books in my apartment, so.
1: You don't have any books on your phone, either.
0: I don't have either. <laughs> no, I'm Was a movie. Was that mov-
1: to believe? Were we to believe that you had a bunch of books on your phone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't have any books in my apartment, but, yeah. or my phone. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a movie girl. <laughs> Um. So <laughs>
1: I respect that. Me too.
0: Um, like Jerry's like. So you want me to get the books? This is the kind of stuff that would happen to me. Like someone's like, okay. So they tell me their problem. I'm like, okay. So you want me to do it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, that's it. And they're at the coffee shop.
1: So they go to. By the way, because I'm uh, I have this visual. They go to the coffee shop and they show the books. I'm gonna read you three of the books that we can see. Okay. Because they're exchanging the books, right? oh, okay, yeah. The one book is titled, Do I Have to Give Up Me to Be Loved by You? Question <laughs> mark. That's one book. Another <laughs> one is,
0: George's book.
1: Staying Well, The Gentle Art of Verbal Self-Defense. And then the last one is, I'm okay, blank, you're okay. So, like, I think it's I'm okay if you're, I, I don't know, but, Oh, yeah.
0: my god So, these are the books
1: that is reading. It's are like, you okay? Yeah, a bunch of self-help books that he's given to this girl, which, honestly, can I tell you, as you get older, Allie, that shit happens, like, in relationships. Somebody's like, oh, my God, I have this book about this guru who does all this, like, you just got to read it. And you'll be a guy, you'll be like, okay. So, you'll just take it, and then, of course, you don't read it, but you took it, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, oh. if someone gave me a book, I'd be like, no, thank you.
1: You're so nice that if somebody said, I have this book you need to read, I'm going to give it to oh, you. Oh, like,
0: that's... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would, I would, awesome. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, for sure, you know, <laughs> and then, like, like a year later, they'd be like, did you ever read that book? And oh. I'd be like, um...
1: That's the worst, why you should say no about the books. All right, go ahead. So, S- we we just uh, saw the three books.
0: Oh, my... That's hilarious. I didn't I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. That's why we I didn't either.
1: Here. I just saw it.
0: So, um, Marlene... She she has this accent. Okay, have you ever seen the Scooby Doo movie, uh, where they're in New Orleans? It's like a, it's a cartoon. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen the movie, but dang it.
1: I've heard this accent.
0: Yeah, a it's like times. it's like this this yeah. girl, and she's like, so it must she's have been ninety five degrees that night, and everyone's just standing around the pool with little drinks in their hands. I was wearing my old jeans and a t shirt. <laughs> Anyways. This
1: is that's tremendous. The, We're going to hear uh, her voice later on. You're pretty good. I, that's I, Lake um, Charles. I yeah. mean, the girl sounds like she could be from Lake Charles or from okay. Central Texas. Okay, Lake Charles,
0: we don't have an accent. We are, well, my mom does. She Love sounds me, like mom. she
1: could be from Louisiana, Texas, Kentucky, Georgia. Definitely, definitely, definitely like a s- southern southern. Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: southern belle, yeah. but like kind of she has that like sexy oh, tone to 100%. it. 100%. And um, so she says I'm kind of confused by this. She had a t-shirt and jeans on and she jumped in the pool and then she got out and everyone was looking at her. I think
1: those her boobs. I could see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh. And, uh, you know, Jerry's just like entranced. Yes. He's just like hypnotized. He's like, so what did you do? Marlene's like, Well, nothing. It's not skin off my hide. If people <laughs> like to look, I just didn't see what the big attraction was. <laughs> and uh, I know I <laughs> I, I, I've become really good at Southern <laughs> accents. Um, That's very good. And so Jerry's like, Well, I have a general idea of what it was. I could take a guess. And then Marlene switches the subject. She's like, Jerry, just because George and I don't see each other anymore doesn't mean we shouldn't be friends. And Jerry's like, Oh, he like literally in a trance. Like Mar-
1: exactly, if that if this woman doesn't look like Marlene, Jerry's saying okay, and they never engage. Yeah, you know what I mean. But Yeah, like, she's worth the trouble.
0: Yeah, and so then the scene ends. They're at the chiropractor. Or at least he thinks
1: she's worth the trouble. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They're at the chiropractor, and um, you know, because George is George randomly said his back hurt. Jerry, ha- this is his best guy. And, uh, Jerry starts George to has a
1: camel hair jacket on, which is great. So the brown jacket.
0: I didn't know that oh was a God. type of jacket. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's it's just hilarious. So it just shows that at this point in George's life, remember he's still employed. He's kind of like, he's got some confidence. Like it's yeah.
0: Okay. And then, uh, Jerry's like, you know, he, he's telling George, I don't know what happened. George is like, it's not my fault, of course, you know. Jerry's like, no, 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 it's it's not your fault. Books, books. I n-. oh, he's like, you know, books, books. I need my books. Like it was, you know, it was basically. Nothing all is George's ever George's fault. No, exactly. Have you even reread those books yet, by the way? You know, great thing when you read Moby Dick the second time, Ahab and the whale become is it Ahab?
1: Yeah, Ahab, yeah.
0: Ahab and the whale become good friends. You Ahab's a
1: guy that's chasing the whale the whole time.
0: Oh it's not like Marlene's a bad person or anything, but my God. I mean, we've had like three lunches in a movie, and she never stops talking. And uh, George is just like, "Yeah, I, I mean, this is yeah." And uh, George Jerry's like, "I mean, it's all meaningless blather calls. She never asks if I'm busy. She, I just pick up the phone, and she's in the middle of a sentence." And uh, George is like, "That's standard." Has she left you one of those voice, those messages where she uses up the whole machine? Jerry goes, "Oh, you know," and sometimes she'll go. Hello, Jerry, and I'll go. Oh, hi, Marlene, and then it's Jerry. And then George is like, "What about getting off the phone?"
1: No, no, no. Hold on. What did she say, Jerry? I don't know. Sometimes wait, they, they don't have this
0: in the script, <laughs> but I remember it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that they is both the go best, together. Yeah. Go, Jerry, I don't know, but wait, it's I don't know. Sometimes I don't
1: know. Sometimes. Yes. Yes. I mean, that, that's they that's both really say good.
0: it together. Because you
1: know who always says, "I don't know." I'll be talking with Julie Hayes on the phone, the great Julie Hayes, and she'll be like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just,
0: uh, I guess it's just one of those <coughs> things that yeah. people respond to. Um, and especially if you don't know. And so George is <laughs> right? like, Right? it's
1: usually with Julie, it's usually pretty pertinent. Yeah.
0: And so George is like, What about getting off the phone? Oh. Jerry's like, Oh, you can't. It's impossible. There's no break in the conversation where you can go, All right, then. It just goes on and on and on without a break. I got to put a stop to this. Great time
1: to mention my buddy Scott Dillon. He's a New York guy and he's in sales. And I'm always like, Scott, how do you get, you talk to people all the time, but you never manage to have like a long conversation. You said, I can get anybody on the phone and I can get anybody off the phone. I was like, and that, I don't have that skill.
0: Well, I'm either. Yeah. Either. As Um, a reporter,
1: you have to call people all the time. Yes. To get them on the phone.
0: Yes. And, uh, I have heard so many stories that I'm like, and I love it. But but
1: how do you, how do you you get off?
0: I'm like, this is not what I'm doing a story about. And I would love to listen to you, but it's 6 p.m.
1: You say that to them? No, I don't.
0: I just listen and I just interact with them. You just take
1: the book. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like we talked about it Yeah, exactly.
0: I just take the book and I'm just like, and then afterwards I'm like, Ooh, uh, I'm like, it's been an hour. (laughs) That's it's rough. it's ten o'clock. That's rough. That's yeah. always rough. but I love yeah. I love hearing these people's stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's tough sometimes.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. and sometimes I'll have multiple conversations that are like a oh, oh, very long and lengthy, <laughs> and uh, you just don't know how to get a break in. No. It's tough. Still,
1: still working on that. You know that this stuff's super important to that person, so it's hard to like. Yeah. But at the same time, you're not a therapist. You're not.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So go ahead. We're done talking so, about that um, and her hardships. Yeah. Poor me. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's George's fault. <laughs> and so um, that you know, it, it's just and then George is like, just do it like a band aid, and then he goes one motion right off. And that's what Jerry said. He yeah. no, no. George, George says that he's but like Jerry said it
1: earlier in the episode about breaking up. Oh
0: you know, yeah.
1: So George is going. Why is that?
0: And uh, <laughs> it's like, it's not hard, yeah. you know, just do it. Jerry's like, yeah, yeah, you know. She Oh, George goes, she is sexy, though, right? And Jerry's like, yeah, yeah, she is. Um, so then the receptionist enters, Mr. Casanza. <laughs> George stands up. He's like, yeah, the doctor will see you now. And George goes to Jerry sarcastically, yeah, doctor. <laughs> doctor i'm going to have to wait in this little room by myself aren't i and he he grabs another magazine i'm gonna need this and then he walks in the room and he goes oh hello doctor
1: (laughs) like a wise ass yeah
0: yeah and so the the next scene is jerry at the nightclub and it's just so relatable because he's just talking about waiting rooms and how they're literally called waiting rooms because and they're going to use them because they're going to make people wait and then um, whenever you get your name called, you're so excited. W- while you're in the waiting room, you're like looking at other people wondering like, I wonder what they're in for. <laughs> I wonder what they're doing here. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, what am I doing here? Uh, this I look suspicious right here.
1: It was very funny.
0: And then uh, and then you're very excited when you get called, but then you're sent to another
1: another room. waiting. Room. yeah.
0: so anyways, all I'll right, so I
1: want to play George coming out. Can I do it? Yeah, okay. Because I think this, this had me laugh out loud. So George just comes out of the, of the room. I was in there for two minutes. He didn't do anything. Touch this, feel that, 75 bucks. <laughs> well, it's a first visit. What's 75 bucks? What am I seeing Sinatra? Am <laughs> I being entertained? I don't understand this. All right, that's all. I love that. Like, the Sinatra line is great because it's true. You paid seventy five dollars even today is still a, a, a seat to see somebody mm-hmm. like like for th- Just and, and to that's what someone. happens at the doctor's office yeah like you go and and you pay all this money for like a visit where nothing is done that has not changed
0: that yeah I I um I'm I don't know I haven't had I've been fortunate not to have many doctor visits like oh, that get ready. well actually no I have in you should high get school. a yearly
1: physical. If you're yeah. not. No, yeah. I'm serious, Alex. No, yeah. Papa, let's get on this. I'm sure we give her a hard time. All right, go. Um, so he said, am I being I'm
0: entertained? I'm too busy reading books. All right, um, so he
1: says, am I being entertained? I don't understand this.
0: Right, yeah, and um, he, George is like, I'm only paying half. And Jerry's <laughs> like, you can't do that. Like, you got to pay what he says. And Jerry and George's like, no. Like, I'm not. He's so bold. So bold.
1: It's no, not bold. It's called not paying your bills. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do that. Like everybody has that attitude. Like I don't want to pay for this. Or I, people have the entitled like like move. But like you got to pay. You're just like society. And then George, what, uh, you're part of society. Then what does George say? Which is sums George up. Which we can all relate to.
0: He goes. Um, he goes. No, no, no. I pay what I say. <laughs> That's fair.
1: I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's not going to work out for Until Bill goes to collections. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, Now they're in Jerry's car with Marlene and Jerry. And Marlene's sitting really close to Jerry. And she's like, are you feeling weird? And Jerry's like, no, I'm fine. She's like, nothing really happened. (laughs) Jerry's like, yeah, I know. She's like, we just kissed a little. People kiss. Jerry's like, Yeah, like he's just like in a trance, like just imagine, like, he's just not there. And Marlene's like, Well, good night, and she just kisses Jerry on the cheek. I don't know, but they had
1: already made out,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I felt like he was she was kind of teasing him, but or whatever, but but, they'd already made out, yeah. And anyway, short scene, but basically, they made out, they hooked up, and now they're at Jerry's apartment, and Kramer enters with a golf club just randomly and he's like look at my stance you know check check this out it's all on the hips just random just <laughs> random like but, but we but we know that Kramer likes golf you know uh-huh I, I don't know and um kramer's like oh i think that jerry's like that is out there and kramer notices jerry jerry's eating p- cantaloupe i keep wanting to say pineapple i don't know i'm sorry um and Kramer's like, oh, you got this from Joe's? Jerry's like, no, a supermarket. <laughs> and uh, Kramer's like, is it good? And Jerry's like, it's okay. And then Kramer, the expert, tastes it. And uh, he takes a bite, spits it out. See, that stinks. You can't eat that. You should take it back. And Jerry's like, I'm not taking that back. Like, the least conf- confrontational person. Yeah,
1: Jerry's the best.
0: And Kramer takes a can He's like, I'm going to take it back to the store. Imagine doing that your local H-E-B. <laughs> Honestly, they, they might be nice to you, but if you did it at Walmart Yeah, but or, if you
1: walked away, they'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, especially, like, that would be so embarrassing. That's
0: such a Karen thing to do. Uh, yes. Such a Karen. Um, and so then- You're
1: kind of a Karen, so.
0: I am not a Karen. Oh, my God. I not I'm joking. A Karen.
1: I, like, go I take offense You're to that. You're the opposite of of a, of a Karen.
0: And uh, I literally said I took I would take the book. And so then the phone rings, and Jerry like doesn't want to answer it because it could be Marlene. <laughs> and uh,
1: what it, does she say? This is wild. What she says?
0: Marlene says, Jerry, have you ever taken a bath in the dark? If I'm not if I'm not talking into oh I'm not talking into the soap now. Call me back, and. Uh, just like, what? But like, it's se- what? it's definitely sexy. And um, then it's just so crazy to me. But it's like, sexy. This woman's bold. So Jerry's like, that was Marlene to Kramer, because Kramer's all confused. Jerry's like, I took her home last night. We kind of started up a little bit in the car. And then I thought you were trying to get rid of her. It was Kramer, what Kramer said. And then Jerry points out that the fact he's hypnotized. And Kramer's like, does George know? George doesn't know. And um, Jerry's like, I feel terrible. I mean, I've seen her a couple times since then, and I know I can't go any further, but I've just got like this psychosexual <laughs> hold over me. I wonder, I can't breathe. It's a drug, a psychosexual. What? It's
1: great. It's great, and it's I can relate. Like sometimes, as as a guy, am I am I like I have been with. With someone who I'm like I should not be with this person, but like when they talk and there's this energy where you're just like uh huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. like like I, I've always said I had a girlfriend like years ago who like she could have gotten me to rob a bank in like two minutes. Dang. I was like uh huh yeah okay okay. Yeah. Dang,
0: that's scary. Men yeah, are when, crazy. When Um, We
1: were, Wendy and I were, we were tight. We still, we still talk. Bonnie and Clyde? Yeah, kinda. Yeah, we were, I mean, we were kind of, we were nuts. But yeah, she's a great person. She's doing great now. But yeah, like that's what, yeah. Uh
0: Okay, well, Jerry's like, I don't know what I'm going to tell George. And Kramer's like, man, I don't understand people. I mean, why would George want to deprive you of pleasure? Is it just me?
1: Kramer, this is a great, like, this is, how about this line? Go ahead.
0: And Kramer's like, you're his friend. Better that you should sleep with someone else, some jerk that he doesn't even know. And Jer- Kramer's like, Jerry's like, you can't kill me, right? <laughs> and Kramer's like, you're just a human being. I mean, and Jerry's like, I mean, she called me. I haven't called her. She started it. They're blaming Marlene. Yeah. And uh, Kramer's like, you're flesh and blood. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. And now Elaine enters and with, you know, remember her problem where the guy was ignoring her yeah, at her yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah.
1: And this was great, too.
0: Well, she's like, you know, you have the slowest elevator in the entire city. That's hard to get used to when you've been in so many fast ones. Now, Which, let me,
1: can I say, Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say that that's like slow elevators are so annoying.
1: Yeah, they're so annoying. Because you is don't Jer- even what, have is, service. what does Jerry say?
0: Jerry's like, well, the apartment elevators are always slower than the offices because you don't have to be home on time. Yeah. Elaine's like, well, unless you're married to a dictator.
1: Which was not funny in the show at all, and and it was like, it was a pretty cool moment where the show made a point to be like, sometimes Elaine just isn't that funny because you could tell Jerry was like, okay, like it was. It, I it was, was wondering that. Yeah, I it was not like... funny, and you know what was really cool, and this was the energy of the show when Elaine entered the room and uh like it's kramer george and her and jerry right there was like this awesome energy in there or no it was kramer her and jerry like you could tell like okay we got we got something with this cast like there was like a warmth and an environment where you almost felt like you were in the room with them. That's true. Just watching it this time. I was like, wow, this show really captured something. It's
0: just, it's comforting. Yeah. Like it's just, you put your mind at ease and you don't really have to think if you don't want to. And she
1: says, you know, was somebody going to offer me a piece of cantaloupe? Like it's just very like familial. Yes. Yes.
0: They're family. But like, I feel like the whole entire series they don't really know Kramer that well. Anyways, no. that's a that's something to jump into well, later. Well, that was
1: based on a real neighbor that Larry David had, this nut who lived down the hall from him that was just a total whack job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we love Kramer, yeah. though. And, um, yeah, so basically what you said, you know, she's like, can anybody offer me some cantaloupe? Um, he, Kramer's like, no, like, don't <laughs> eat it. It's not good. Jerry's like, you know what they say, luck and love, unlucky with fruit. <laughs> So random. And Kramer's like, I'm taking this back. He takes half the cantaloupe and goes to bring it back to the store. Elaine's like, uh, you know, picks up a a piece of cantaloupe like she's about to eat it. But she starts talking about the uh, neighbor. And she's like, I confronted him, basically. And I, I spotted him getting mail. At first, I was just going to walk on by. But then I thought, no, no, no. Don't be afraid of this man. So I walked up behind him. I tapped him on the shoulder. And I said... Hi, remember me? And he furrows his brow as if he's really trying to figure it out. And so I said to him, you little phony, you know exactly who I am.
1: This is bold. (laughs) You little phony. It's like so bold.
0: And Elaine's like, I did. I most certainly said that. And he said, he goes, oh, yeah, you're Jeanette's friend. Like we met once. And I said, well, how do you go from that to totally ignoring a person when they walk by? Like she is like pissed. And she's so animated. And, um, and he says, look, I just didn't want to say hello anymore, all right? Fi-. And I said, fine, fine. I, don't, I didn't want to say hello anymore either. But I wanted you to know that I'm aware of it it's <laughs> just like what
1: like if you're this dude you're like oh my god this woman's crazy no literally. i literally did forget who she was like i'm sorry you know like that yeah could, he's, that he's, could happen he
0: has never thought um, about this ever again 100 and she's she's like this is like her big hot topic yeah. of the day and
1: so by the way elaine like julia louis dreyfus is throwing 100 miles per hour in the scene and and afterwards i read one of the critiques was like she's not on the show enough like, like right. she needs to be on screen more.
0: That's what I thought, too, yeah. with this episode. Yeah, me too. And um, then Elaine's like, or Jerry's like, you are the queen of confrontation. <laughs> You're my new hero. Yeah. In fact, you've inspired me. I'm going to call George about something right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's being sarcastic or yeah. not.
1: No, I think he was being serious.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> Elaine, like, takes a bite, a big bite of the cantaloupe. She spits it out. This cantaloupe sucks. And then, um, should have listened to Kramer that one time that you should listen to Kramer. And <laughs> Did then, she say this
1: cantaloupe sucks?
0: Yeah. Sh- she said it stinks. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, they're at the coffee shop, the diner, and George is like, I don't care, like because we're assuming that Jerry told told him him, that you know him and Marlene had a fling, and uh, (laughs) he's like really chill. I also want to point out the fact that he's like wearing like casual clothes, like he's wearing like a t-shirt. No, 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 George, he's wearing like a t-shirt. Like he kind of looks like he looks like the summer of George. George.
1: Yes, but well, to me, I I think to me that screams Saturday.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh Gotcha. Yeah. And um, and so. George is just like, no, nah, I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I really don't care. And uh, Jerry's like, how could you not? He's like, I don't know. I don't. I'm actually almost happy to hear it. <laughs> I, I, I guess I should be upset, but I'm not. Jerry's like, am I a bad person to do, do something terrible? Like, he's he's a good friend for at least asking. <laughs> oh, yeah. And George is like, no, you're a fine person. <laughs> you're a humanitarian. She's very sexy. Like, he was just pointing out the fact, like, he understands how she kind of entrances people. Jerry's like, that voice, that voice, she's driving me crazy. And uh, I, I, like, you know, George, are you okay if I see her tonight? You don't care. George is like, see her tonight, see her tomorrow. you know, go knock yourself out. She's too crazy for me.
1: (laughs) He says that.
0: And Jerry's like, all right, as long as you're okay. I can't stop thinking about her. George is like, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm wonderful, I've never felt better in my whole entire life. And this is, by and the he's way. he's actually being, like, honest. He's being
1: so cool. And, by the way, this is this is not just guys or girls, this is people. A lot of times, people just have to figure stuff out for themselves. You know what I mean? Whether Jerry goes into this relationship and he's like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be in this relationship. Or if this, what happens next happens.
0: And uh, Jerry's like, good, and I'll tell you what, you don't have to pay me back that, 35, I gave the chiropractor for the rest of your bill. George is angry. <laughs> He's like, you paid that crook? Like, he is upset. And, like, he wasn't upset that Jerry's dating his ex. That's a
1: great point.
0: And Jerry's like, I had to. Yeah. George's like, he didn't do anything. It's a scam. Who told you to do that? And Jerry's like, it, look, it was my doctor. It was embarrassing. And George is like, I was trying to make a point jerry's like why don't you make your point with your own doctor um and george gulps and jerry's like what's wrong uh (laughs) george goes i think i swallowed a fly i swallowed a fly what do i do what can happen he's like making a literal scene yeah yeah he like stands up and he's like like in the diner and he's like i swallowed a fly am i okay am i gonna die like Uh, yeah like what people swallow all kinds of shit all day um (laughs) Like, it is so funny. So if you
1: swallowed a fly? No big deal for you?
0: No, I would kind of freak out. Yeah. There was well, a side note. There was one time I was at Jared's apartment in Baton Rouge. Uh-huh. Jared, my boyfriend. Yeah. I was at his apartment in Baton Rouge. He was down the road with his friends. I was eating grapes, as I usually do. But I swallowed a whole grape. And it was caught in my throat.
1: Would you freak out?
0: Yeah, I was freaking out. I was like, I couldn't swallow. Like, so I, what happened? I, I called Jared, and I was like in tears. I was like, Jared, I'm choking on a grape. <laughs> <What> <laughs> but I was like serious. I was like gagging. He was like, I, I, he's, like, I don't know, Ali. Just try to like, see if you can make yourself a... Uh, Throw up or something, like, you know, give yourself a Heimlich. And I'm like, no, please come back. Like, I'm going to die here. And like, I thought, I. F- did I, he come back? I, no. I watched my life flash before my eyes. I kept him on the phone. I was like gagging How myself.
1: Did it just dissolve? It's a grape. It's not like a stone. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just kind of like right. Yeah, but
0: I was I was like crying, and I I think that I drank some water, and it immediately just just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I was like I was like my whole face was just I had makeup on. My face was just covered in makeup because I was crying because I was gagging, and now uh, every most like I'll call Jared. Now I do. I am cautious around grapes, y'all. Be careful. Dangerous out there, but um like now, sometimes when I call Jared and he's with his friends, him and his friends will be like, "What are you choking on a grape?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Stop! That was serious." i was
1: probably. I oh, look. I don't want to minimize it. It was probably very scary.
0: No, it, yeah. but I was fine. Yeah. I, I called Jared, not nine one one. You know, but I did. I was like, "Should you call the nine one one? Like, am I gonna die?" <laughs> Anyways, okay. So anyways, uh, we are back in All right. the car. Well, I want
1: to do, oh, this is the scene I want to do. Okay, okay, right. go for it. it. you cool?
0: Yeah, I am cool.
1: So Jerry goes home, right? <laughs> 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 They're outside in the car, Jerry and Marlene. So
0: you want to come up for a few minutes? I'm sorry, Jerry. I just don't think this is going to work. Really? I thought... I know. I'm sorry.
1: Jim, I just didn't expect it from the way you've been acting. Hey, are you sure you want to talk about this? Because I sure don't. Of course I want to talk about it. Okay. I guess things changed for me on Tuesday night. Tuesday night? What happened Tuesday night? I saw your act. <laughs> <laughs> my act? What, what does that have to do with anything? Well, to be honest, it just didn't make it for me. It's just so much fluff. <laughs> I can't believe it's... So what are you saying? You didn't like my act? So that's it? I can't be with someone if I don't respect what
0: they do. <laughs> You're a cashier! <laughs> that's gold that's very
1: funny yeah
0: like honestly that that would crush me that would crush me more than someone just breaking up with me because they don't like like me me. anymore like Like,
1: really well i mean like you'll have stuff that like yeah like you'll be like a one time i i was dating this woman and uh things started to crumble you know and you could just tell it was going the wrong direction she was checked out this is probably like five years ago and uh she goes you know I knew, I knew when you didn't change the filter at my house. Like, she was like, she was changing a filter. And I was like, oh, you got it. It's easy, you know. (laughs) And she was expecting me to change it. And (laughs) if you could see Allie's face. And so when we were breaking up, like, she was like, let me tell you, I knew. I knew when you didn't change the filter. And I was like, (laughs) mental note. Like,
0: (laughs) Us. If I that's know. the if that's the thing that but she's to, I mean a
1: hundred percent it wasn't it wasn't meant to be and I could you could laugh about that I've also th- thought like sometimes I'll start to date a woman and she'll watch the news every morning and like s- she'll be like oh I watched your show I watched your show and I'm like and I see it like over time like and so I think like I don't like that so I think that they'll be like. Oh, I'm sick of this guy and his, and his bullshit, you know, like towards the end, and it can like expedite the process, right? Like, right, they're, like, they're, oh, they're, of
0: course, Pete said they that they don't
1: like me, but they like will hate watch me, and it just gets worse and worse. And I can feel I'm like, don't watch. <laughs> so, when I meet a girl, like most of the time now, hopefully, they don't watch because they have better things to do uh, than check in from like Austin or Dallas or some other place and like put it online. Yeah, but so I've had I've had kind of a
0: situation like oh that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That mm-hmm. has not been a concern with me so far. <laughs> I have done stories though where Jared is like, um, like, oh my gosh, Allie, you did that on air, like <laughs> that kind of thing. But it's never You gotta still
1: go with it. Seriously, you're so talented and have such like charisma. <laughs> and honestly, I believe the same. I believe myself. Like
0: Yeah, I think so just too. Just go
1: be be yourself. Like that's Nobody, what you gotta do. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's better to entertain someone than just stand in uh, front of a building. Hundred percent. Anyways, yeah. um, so basically, yeah, the Jerry ends is is a comedy skit with the like this skit about you know women have to like the job of the man, yeah, but men don't have to have to like the job of the woman. They just have to like her a as you know, percent. think she's attractive. Yeah, and, I don't and care that if you have a thing. job.
1: There's one girl I'm seeing right now, I don't know really what she does, and I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care.
0: Exactly, yeah. but, like, if you didn't have a job, then yeah. it would be a different story.
1: Yeah, and I think that goes back to...
0: Just tradition. Yeah,
1: well, and I think that w- women, and I think they deserve this, and I don't care if I take any crap for this, like, they kind of want to be, they want to feel safe, they want to feel secure.
0: That's me, I'm like, yeah. I need you to make enough money to pay for me and my... Uh, uh. my Like, five purses and, you know.
1: I've always understood that. Like, when a woman feels, like, not safe or secure or, like... You know, some women just want super lofty stuff. And they're just like... It's like, oh, forget that. Yeah. You know. But some women just want... They just want to feel safe and protected. And I I totally get that. I think that's kind of how we're... We are, like, at the core. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll make up... Like, I just think it's funny because the, the title thing that he said, uh, Jerry was like, you know, I'm the chief executive assistant of the chief executor of financial firm. Cause he was saying
1: guys will make up what they do basically to impress women.
0: Yeah. And I mean like, that's so true. Like there's some, like people tell me, especially people in the finance world that like some of my guy friends in the finance world, they'll tell me what they do. I'm like, this is so, so what do you, what do you actually do? (laughs) You count stacks of paper, like yeah, you copy uh, paper, like
1: <laughs> what yeah. do you actually
0: do? Well, and then
1: when you finally get to a place where you're comfortable in your job, you don't really even tell people what you do because you're just comfortable with yourself. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: I still don't know what my dad does. He's a chemical engineer, but he's like, um, that's pretty operation that's pretty manager, mechanical <sighs> something. I still don't know. yeah no.
1: You don't understand what your dad does. No, that's I don't. Not,
0: I <laughs> that, don't.: That's
1: what that is.: Oh yeah, but he, he has a
0: different title like every yeah. three years, And, and yeah, I, I just I don't know what it is. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, well,
1: all right, that episode was great.:
0: It was good. It was um, good. And uh, the next one.
1: one.: One thing, one thing I want to note I mean, of all it, it aired um, January 23rd, 1991. Um, it was postponed to a week. It was postponed for one week because of the start of the first Gulf War.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
1: that's interesting.
0: What the um, hell?
1: So, NBC was dis- – so, let me just read this one paragraph, and then I have one little note. It was postponed because of the Gulf War. The episode gained a rating of 10.9 in an audience of 17, meaning that 10.9 of American households watched the episode and 70% of all televisions in use – at the time we're tuned into it, although Seinfeld will become considered one of the best shows, you know, in TV history, NBC was disappointed with those ratings, and after three weeks, they put the show on a two-month break. How about that? So they were oh my on thin ice. Now, here's the one thing uh, I just wanted to mention: the woman who played uh,
0: Marlene.
1: Marlene, yeah, her name was, um, bu- 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 Tracy uh, Colas. And she retired from acting in 1999 and she runs a, uh, a bacon cookie shop with her husband.
0: Wait, that's cute. Yeah, that's I wonder, cute. I doubt she talks like that actually.
1: I don't know, maybe. So that's it, Alex. So, when's, what's the next one?
0: oh my gosh we're getting into some of the, like the classic ones yeah. so the next episode is the pony remark so oh Jerry I have a
1: pony <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Jerry's parents visit New York huh? and Jerry makes a remark might be about ponies mm-hmm. and yada yada